Previously on Wove Inspiration. Basically, um, it's like a sense of like, you know, this is just the beginning, you know, if that makes any sense, like, of like, you know, I'm going to have more books, you know, I'm going to do more in my life, I have more of a, you know, a bigger purpose than, you know, other people may not think. This is Wove Inspiration. Here to inspire, encourage, and uplift. Hey, good morning, good morning, and this is Wove Inspiration's Monday Morning Motivation. I am your host, Althea Richardson, and today my special guest, and you guys, this is my 100th interview my 100th interview and i am so blessed to have this young lady on my show today her name is tamara turner tamara how are you doing today i'm great thank you thank you thank you so much for being on my show and thank you for being my 100th uh guest today so oh my god yeah this is pretty huge for me 100 thank you lord, yes. Thank you, lord. yes congratulations i must ask thank you so much i really appreciate wow. it so yes. tamara let's go ahead and get started go ahead and give yes, me ma'am. just a little information about yourself well um my name is tamara turner i am a proud mother of three children which is 32 27 25 i have five grandchildren and um, I'm very active in my church, and I am an evangelist, but I just do what I need to do for God to just add to his kingdom. Okay, okay. And um, I'm a, a domestic violence survivor because it's like, it was like, if you love me, don't hurt me. And what's mine is yours, but then you get to a situation that when you think that you're aligning, then you just, mm-hmm. I mean, I can't take it. No. Yeah. And so I I left. I left. I had my daughter in my hand and my son on my back. And I left. Wow. And so when it's like you, um left that relationship. Um how how long had you guys been together? Well, we had been together since our uh, eighty three and it, it woke up and like it started hesitating in ninety and then it's like in ninety four, ninety seven, it's like we thought about reconciliation, but it's like no. Not when I'm finna get ready to go to church and we fixing to eat and then I just slapped. No. Wow. Okay. So nine one one, let's go ahead and end this. Mm-hmm. And then I just never looked back. And then it took a long time for a divorce, and I finally got it in 2013 from 97. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yes. Well, let me, if you don't mind, let me let's go back to um, the beginning as far as your yes, relationship. Ma'am. How did you guys um, meet? Wow, it was beautiful. Um, I had just bought my uh, first bicycle, first job, and I was used to go up to clothes in the neighborhood. Mm-hmm. And so I was riding up, you know, I was going slow, you know, enjoying the wind. And then he said, um, I'll walk your bike for you, and, and, and you can get on my back. And then I was like, oh, my God. And so it was like, it, just, it was just like a rhythm. Mm-hmm. And then he, he had written me a song, and then, you know, it was... It was some moments in it, I must say, but, you know, yeah. it's one way or the other. But it, it was real beautiful. Yeah. It was real beautiful. 
So it started off, it started off pretty good, typical, you know, you guys getting to know each other and, and things like that. So when did you start noticing something wasn't quite right? Well, the first episode was when, um, I had just got out of work and he had told me earlier before I left for work that he and him and his mom was going to go fishing. So it was like about probably 730, 80s at night. And then it's like, I heard like a tow truck. And I'm like, wow, something must happen. So when I went to the door, it was like, oh, was going to pick up the truck. And I'm like, let me call Ford. And I call Ford and I say, what's going on? She said, well, payment had been made in three months and I was just was so confused. But anyway, I went on here and paid the truck off. Okay. So when he got in, no, I called his mom. I just called his mom's house just to see if he was there. They made it back here. She said, we didn't go. Mm-hmm. That's number one. So when he got home, he said, uh, I told him, I said, um, I paid the truck out because uh, Ford was fixing to pick it up. He said, why you do that? He said, they don't need the truck. Why you do that? And then we got into it. And it didn't make no sense. Mm-hmm. And so I just said it like this. Excuse me. <clears throat> well, I paid off the truck and so all is well. So, you know, it kind of, it was still kind of flamey, but mm-hmm. I just took seven with the bed. So as it was escalating, it was like, he had resigned from a job. <laughs> And I didn't know it. And then he said he was on vacation. Oh. So he had this little cute little blue truck. He said it was his uncle's. <laughs> wow. But he accidentally went to sleep and put the keys on the table. And I looked in the glove and I'm just his wife. Yeah. And it said him. Then he said, no, nah, but it's his truck. But he told me to put in my name. I said, okay. Hmm. And then I, I'm going up to the uh, office to go have lunch. And she said, tell me, you don't know Bruce was lying. I said, oh, I mean, I had to play that off good because I really didn't know. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, oh my god, he and he said it was on vacation. Oh my god, okay, all right. Wow. So it was just like it became, you know, it became miserable. Mm-hmm. Mind bothering. I mean, then I couldn't, I couldn't do that. So we really didn't have a good communication because he didn't like me at outside of dark. When night come, you know, I had to come on in. Mm-hmm. So when I had church and stuff like that, I said I'm gonna go go to the store, then go to church. He called all over town. Everybody calling me at church and all the way you didn't tell him. Mm-hmm. I said, I told him I'm going to go, I'll be back. And then like when I was carrying my tide for the church and stuff like that, he said, Oh, he said some um some provocative things that, you know, like me me and the pastor, sometimes we went to the church and sometimes we went to the pastor. But right. this limit to everything we on one call with God. You can my God stuff. Yeah. So it was yeah. it was hard because I couldn't choose him over God. Mm-hmm. Because I choose God over me. Wow. And then he knew that yeah. I was religion and stuff like that. So mm-hmm. it was just, it was just classic. Yeah. Which, I mean, honestly, I was told my grandmother told me not to marry him. But when she passed, I did because that's the only person she really knew, you know, kind of. Well, I, and then I say, I don't know. Because mm-hmm. she told me he was going to hurt me. She said, don't marry him. He's going to hurt you. Mm-hmm. And, and, you know, it's, it's interesting that um, it's kind of like the typical um, pattern when it comes to domestic violence um, yeah. situations in that um, the, the individual, the abuser, is always trying to control stuff. They don't want you to go nowhere. They try to isolate you from people. They don't want you spending money. They asking you all kinds of questions. And you know, it's when you exactly questioning you. Wow, it's crazy. So I, it is. Wow, 
That is, I'm, I'm, yes. I'm happy that you got out of that situation, but there are, there are some women that are listening to this and they're like, they're probably in the same mm -hmm. situation that you were in. So what, what can you share with those women that, you know, they see all the signs and wonders of, of what's going on, but yet they, oh, wow. exactly. some reason they're, they're in denial. So yes, what, what it's like, you give to them as far as suggestions? Well, see, I'm gonna say use my experience. Okay. Yeah. I wasn't in love with in love with this man. I just loved this man because he knew my grandmother. Then I somehow fell in love with him. And then when I had my first child, I mean, it was just like a family because my dad died when I was six weeks old. And then you know I wanted the unity. So it was like I told him, if you gonna hurt me, let's not put this together. And when he asked me to marry him, I asked him, let me meet your father, and then I'll give you an answer. Okay. He was a working man when I went to his home. It was just a family. He had a brother, sister, mommy, daddy, you know, a family reunion and stuff like that. And it was beautiful. I said, yes, I marry you. Because I know my family can do it. And I wanted my kids to be in the environment. But anyway, mm -hmm. so when I mean, when I had our son, when I brought our son home, he said, pack my clothes because uh, you don't have time for me no more. You got the baby. Wow. Okay. I was like, oh, my God. He was up the street. He don't like company. When my family comes over, he leaves. Mm -hmm. When his family come over, I stay because of him and I'll let him, okay. But it's like, you can't get attached with your feelings. You can't do that mm -hmm. because you can't go forward. Right. Because feeling is in love, not in hate. Mm -hmm. When I looked like my nose was bleeding, my eye was black, my lip was big, I had to go to work the next day. Not to mention that it was on my birthday looking like that to do a presentation. Wow. Do not allow yourself to get trapped like you can't get out. Yes, you can. Amen. He was standing right next to me, and I didn't know it was him. And I spoke to him being polite. He called me and said, why did you get on the train anyway? I said, I didn't even see you. He said, you were standing right next to me. I said, I was. Anyway. Wow. When you want to do it, you can't. Just do it without excuses. Yeah. You deserve better than that. Yeah. Headache. I mean, oh my God. When I was trying to get my mouth fixed, he said me and the dentist was having an affair because he was giving me discount. Come on, man. I have to have my professional and all that because of you. Don't, no, 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 no. Get out of it. Yeah. Don't do yourself like that. Yeah. And if you have children, I had a son. My son said, Daddy, you say you love mommy. Why are you hurting her? Why are you talking about me to him? No. No, I pray about it. So, yeah. I mean, it's not worth it. Trust God. Bottom line. Yeah. Yes. How, so how, how are, um, did this, any of this situation affect your kids? Of course. Yeah. Oh my God. Mm -hmm. when, when my son was 13, he said, mama, I mean, Barbado, let me go ahead and do something to my dad and then you just come get me. Because, I mean, he hurt you, mom. And then, I mean, it's like, and it was like, my son played football when he was in eighth grade. He couldn't play Little League because he was hitting too hard. And that's, okay. My son was waiting on him. All his game, he never showed up. Wow. So his action would take it out on the field. Broke collarbone, broke leg, broke No. I told him, that's not their fault. Don't do that. And so now that he got grown, oh my God, 
him and his grandfather and his daddy were moving some lumber and iron. I actually thought that my son and his dad was going to get into it. I thought he was going to hit him with it because when he get mad, he clenches his fist and clenches his jaw. I'm like, dear Jesus, I was, I said, I was just looking, I said, I said, let's go, no. Mm-hmm. No. And because I told him, you can't do it. You cannot fight for that. You cannot. When he was 16, he, they wanted him to become a deacon. No. Swear about it. Mm-hmm. And there's just so many different things. He got a set of twins and it's a, it's creepy. I can't play family with him. Yeah. Cause it's not real. So. Okay. okay. Yeah. It's, and it, um, that even that it's not uncommon with, you know, with, um, children who come from, um, a situation where the parents were fighting and, and there was, um, abuse going on between the parents and everything. And it's unfortunate that sometimes it ends up carrying on to, um, um, the sons or even the daughters um, yes. into other relationships. It's a major domino effect. Um, wow, it is. It, it's it's oh sad. It's really sad. But, um, you know, I, I continue and will continue to pray for your uh, family, specifically your yes. son and everything. Yes. Because it can be not only did he see everything that took place, with you now he's raising he you said he has twin girls yes yeah wow so that that i mean that's a lot it it really is is. um my prayers are definitely with your son and and your family as y'all continue to go from that yeah so let's kind of uh let's kind of change the subject a little bit you have written a book that's called the continued season of God's comfort. Give me a little uh, background on that book. Okay, when I came into the knowledge of, and then I realized that I didn't have my dad, when, you know, raised by my mom, it was just a family story. And then I said, God, where are you? He said, I'm right here. I said, I'll never leave you or forsake you. It's not a, it's not a seasonal Christmas, Thanksgiving, holidays, no. It's an everyday thing. God can comfort you like no one else can, and it's a spirit, and he'll hold you as long as you want to be held. And then it was like when when my mom had died, I mean, literally, I was 19, I had no understanding. And I was told, you can't question God, but I said, who else don't know? Yeah. And then it's like that time I had with God, then it was like, I've always wanted to write. And then I just told God, you know, just tell me when, just let it be before my birthday. I would like to say that, you know, at a new age. Mm-hmm. And so he said, I, I mean, the continued season of God's comfort and is in due season mm-hmm. and with the spring, summer, and fall. And so it's just like, when you need comfort, you have to have it to maintain the stability and, and the humbleness that you need for yeah. the peace of mind to love and joy. Amen. So that's my reason. So mm-hmm. it's a season to be comfort when now, right now, and it's not even Christmas, Thanksgiving. I mean, no. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. That's really awesome. So, and, um, a lot of your experience as far as your, um, your relationship with God, um, was based from your church going, I mean, your mother, your grandmother taking you to church, huh? Yes, exactly. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I was just to say, I say, she say, 
I said, good mother, why every time I ask you something, you say you don't know? She said, I don't. I have mm-hmm. to ask her and she say, and she say, the things that I tell you, she say, I'm asking God wisdom to you understand, to your understanding as you keep living. Amen. Amen. Yeah. Amen. That's awesome. Beautiful. Yeah. Wow. So what suggestions can you give um, to our listeners, um, specifically women that are going through domestic violence or may are, are, that are still recovering from domestic violence? Um, What, what suggestions that could you offer them as far as keeping them on the journey towards healing? Okay. I've learned a lot of my healing came through journaling because you can write down things that you won't dare tell anybody. Yeah. Just get it out of you. When you get the spirit out of you, it won't weigh the body down because the spirit don't get tired. It's the body. Mm-hmm. And you in the spirit and the truth. That's what I live in. And it's like, I always say, smell the roses and blow out the candle. Smell everything and then blow it out of you. And every every time you blow it out of you, it's just like it's a newness. Like if it's, it's freshness. Because if it weighs you down, you can't move. Martin Luther yeah. King, just keep moving. Amen. So it's, you can do it. You can. Trust God. Mm-hmm. Amen. Amen. All right. So, Tamara, do you have any upcoming events or special projects that you're currently working on? Yes, because I have just did my second book, the uh, Revelation of the Imagination quote book. It's just stuff like taste and see your flavor mm-hmm. that the Lord is good. Oh, I like that. <laughs> and and like it's that. like, it's like, don't study me. You ain't going to graduate. Mm-hmm. You better study God. Amen. Amen. And it's like, I mean, I mean, if you want your best last, Stand in the mirror and start talking about somebody. And and before you finish, you're going to say, Lord, that's me. <laughs> that, that, that's me. That's, that's why it's revelation over imagination. It's you. And okay. it's you. Yes. Oh, I love that's, it. That's good. That's good. So how yeah. can people get um, a copy of your book, The Continued Season of God's Comfort? Okay, um, now that I'm a, a publisher on my website in my publishing company, you can order the book on everything. You know, it's just like follow me and then you'll know because like in April, we're going to have some event that come up that Michelle is coming to, to Dallas. And, and I want to make uh, Dallas to be our headquarters because I want to shelter for homeless people and battle women because you do not have to stay in there. And you need, I mean, you have to have somebody that's, Basically, don't know you and just accept you because the spirit are moving them. Mm-hmm. And, you know, it's just, I mean, it's something I want to do. And, like, I had got some T-shirts made, like a fundraiser, and then I'm going to get some, you know, some different things as I expand because Dallas, I'm, I have to have it. Okay. Because, okay. I mean, women are hurting because they trapped like they don't have nowhere to go. Yes, you do. Mm-hmm. Ask God to lead you, and it's going to be to me. <laughs> Hey, that's good. Yes, that's good. And so you're on you're on Facebook as well. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Uh, I have a group that's Revelation of Imagination, mm-hmm. and uh, I'm also at Facebook at just on Tamla Turner, and I just make it my business to share my encouragement because just don't quit. 
Yeah. And it's working out for your good. It's working out for your good right on time. I'm a witness. I, I believe that. I really do. Wow. <laughs> I really I mean, it's like, oh, my God. <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, getting beat in the head with a title farm receiver and got a knot on your head with short hair. Wow. And then look like your nose bleeds. Mm-hmm. And then look like your lip is it's busted. Mm-hmm. And like I told them when I did my presentation, I say, close your eyes and open your ears. Mm-hmm. Because you're, you're, you're not going to hear me. You feeling me? You don't even know what I feel like for real. This me like this, mm-hmm. and I, I just said, "Don't do it," because they they know. I was running to no dough. Yeah. Kid hits you with the baseball bat. <laughs> no, <laughs> no, that was a fish. <laughs> well, Tamara, mm, it has been a pleasure and a blessing to have you on my. Oh show my God! Oh, congratulations! One hundred <laughs> episodes. Yes. Oh my God. Oh my God. Thank you, Lord. Oh my God. And I, I feel so honored glad that you were able to share your story. And thank I you. That your story is going to make a major difference in a lot of women's lives. Who yes. Oh my God. I pray with this. So thank you so much for yes. sharing your story. I really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. You're very welcome. This is Althea with Wove Inspirations. You guys have an awesome day and God bless. Thank you so much for taking time out to listen to Wove Inspiration. If you'd like to follow us, we are on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at W-O-V-E Inspiration. If you want to leave a comment or question, or if you're interested in being a guest on the show, email us at woveinspiration at gmail.com. This is Althea Richardson. I hope everyone has an awesome day and keep moving forward.